So if we go into a situation where we started to date this guy and he's great on paper, he looks good. We'll be like, oh my God, let me just wait it out to get him to open up emotionally. Because if I can get him to open up emotionally, then he's going to be amazing. So we'll stick around ignoring every red flag just because we see the potential of what the relationship could be. Not really acknowledging that it may never get there. Yo, party people, it's Ashley of singlewomanchronicles.com, where being single is a beautiful choice rather than a miserable circumstance. And today I am going to be talking about a requested topic. This is not a topic I wanted to necessarily talk about, but I do believe it's necessary because I feel like a lot of us are suffering from this. And this episode is going to be all about how to stop attracting emotionally unavailable men, okay? So I lived in the space of only attracting emotionally unavailable men for a long time. And it was very ghetto. Um, it's, it's very ghetto. It can totally discourage you as a single woman, especially if you're waiting and you've been waiting for a while to um, reach your mate. And it could just make you feel like everyone's the same. It can choke out your hope. It can just really make you feel stuck. Make you feel like, oh my God, all the... Good ones are taken or they just don't exist. So why am I doing this? So I really want to dive into this because I finally overcome this beast. And it's definitely a beast when you continue to date emotionally unavailable men. Oh my God. So <laughs> um, one thing we must understand is when you say that you only attract certain people, you have to take accountability on in the fact that you're not only attracting, you're also attracted to. We all have a choice in who we choose to date. I don't believe that every single person that comes to you is an emotionally unavailable person, but for some reason you keep picking the emotionally unavailable people. So we must identify why. But I also want to point this out as well. When I was researching my anxious attachment style, which I speak on all the time, I read the book Attached. And in the book, it talks about how when you have, um, when you're out here dating, you're going to date a lot of people. You're going to realize that a lot of people who are avoidant attachment style, which is also someone who's emotionally unavailable, they're going to be more of them single than someone who is secure. Because you want to look for someone who is a secure attachment style, which is someone who knows how to open up emotionally, who knows how to make a connection, who knows how to connect, but also knows how to disconnect when it's time. They know how to pace themselves, operate emotionally. They, they know how to open up emotionally, all that kind of stuff like that. An avoidant person is someone who avoids emotional connection. As soon as you get close, they push you away because they want closeness and intimacy, but they don't want to give you that. So they push you away out of... Um, um, just defense mechanism for what they've been through. You can research this stuff, but most times in the dating pool, you're going to come across way more avoidance, way more people who are emotionally unavailable. So one thing I want to point out is most of the dating pool, unfortunately, are the people who are emotionally unavailable because they are either 
one not looking for anything serious they're they're basically dating casual they want casual connections they're not really trying to invest in anyone because they're choosing to be emotionally unavailable and then you have two those people who want all the benefits of an emotionally rich person but they don't want to give you that and they may be unaware of their emotional unavailability so that's why they may lack effort and they may not give too much and etc cetera, etc cetera. so this is just a result of the very weird dating pool that we have right now okay i don't want to i don't like talking about the dating pool a lot because i know that it gets such a bad rep because it is very different right now because there are so many changes going on so it discourages people so a lot of women are wanting relationships but they don't even want to put themselves out there because they're like I don't even want to be a part of this ghetto dating pool because why would I do all this healing just to go out here and allow somebody's dusty son to hurt me that don't make sense but also you miss all the shots you don't take so if you actually want a relationship you have to put yourself out there but you just have to understand what you're dealing with and be very very aware and have wisdom with what you want what's out there how to really access the whole dating pool and not just the core that you're used to being because used to um, attracting or being attracted to. Because I think one of our big issues is because we are humans, because we're humans, because we're people of habits, we usually habitually go after the same type, even when we don't realize it. Like we generally will date the same type of person because we are playing out a cycle because we're used we're used to a certain thing and emotionally we don't even realize that we're trying to play this thing out because it's stability we can guess we don't like to go into something new humans don't like newness it's confusing it feels weird i don't know even if it's healthy i don't even know right so we have to understand that we have to start dating outside of our box when you start dating outside of your box then you will recognize that oh my god there are emotionally available people out here in this dating pool. I was just so caught up in the wrong dating pool. Let me get outside my box. You need to go back and listen to my last, I don't, was it my last episode? The episode before last when it talks about your type won't marry you because I talk about how to date outside of your type in the right manner. I think a lot of us aren't doing it the right way. That's why we're, we aren't getting the right results because you're basically only dating men who don't look like your type, but they're still your type. Because your type is more so an emotional connection, a feeling, as opposed to just a look. So you need to learn how to date outside of your type so you can have better results. So let's jump back into how do you date, stop attracting men who are emotionally unavailable. Before I get into that, have you liked this video yet? Have you commented? Have you shared? Have you subscribed to my channel? Have you given me five stars on Apple? Apple. I don't know why I'm talking all crazy. I sound like I'm from Boston. Apple. <laughs> on Apple Podcast. Have you given me five stars on Spotify? If you have not, what are you waiting for? If you, you know, have been following me for a while, what are you waiting for to subscribe? Like, just go ahead. Just do it. Like, what are you waiting for? All right. So let's get into it. Okay. So. First, you have to identify when did you start to date the emotionally unavailable people? Has this been a forever thing for you? Has it been recent? Was it after a certain relationship? Like what happened? Like what, what prompted this? I know for me personally, when I was stuck in a rut dating emotionally unavailable people, 
it was like a lifetime because I was used to that dynamic because of how I grew up, you know, just not really getting a lot of emotional access growing up will in your childhood will prompt you to be attracted to or make the quickest connection with people who are emotionally unavailable because that's what you're used to. That's how you have seen love play out. So that's what you think it looks like. It's comfortable for you. So you have to ask yourself, like, where did this start? What's the root of it? How did we get here? Now, sometimes that may not be your story. Sometimes you may just have gone in a relationship and there was this emotionally unavailable person and you gave your all to them. You emptied yourself out and they didn't give you anything in return. You came out of this relationship. You thought you healed from it, but then you ended up being emotionally unavailable because you're trying to avoid being hurt again because you're like that last person messed me up so I'm not doing that again so typically if you are an emotionally unavailable person you're probably going to tend to go after the same type of person or you're going to attract that person too so you have to ask yourself am I emotionally available like am I because one thing I, I can say um that I've learned that so with my attachment style, with an anxious attachment style, you usually chase relationships. You you cling to them very heavily. You you try to like grasp it really tightly, right? So because you want the validation, the reassurance that this person is not going to abandon me. This person is not going to leave me. So I have to grasp this really tight. Just because you're grasping a relationship tight because of your attachment style, that does not necessarily mean that you're emotionally available because you probably still are keeping parts of yourself away from this person because you're trying to fit into whatever they want you to fit into in order to get like in order for you to keep them. But you may not be emotionally available. And that's just what it is. So I want you to get to the root and really ask yourself, when did me attracting emotionally of unavailable people start happening? Has it been a lifetime of things or did it just recently start happening? Has this been like my whole life story? Every guy I date is just not giving me anything. So you have to ask yourself that. That's how we're going to get to the root of it, right? But then again, you have to recognize what it looks like when someone's emotionally unavailable. Okay, so one thing I can say, people who are attracted to or attracting emotionally unavailable people typically fall for love bumming. Love bumming is when someone throws everything at you in the beginning because they're trying to gain something from you. They're they're basically they have an ulterior motive. They're giving you everything you want. They're calling you crazy like they're calling you all all day every day. They're telling you you're beautiful. They're, you know, buying you stuff. They're taking you on trips in the first two weeks. It's just like throwing everything at you and you feel a little bit uncomfortable with it. And you're just like, what's going on? But what you'll notice is they're giving you all this material stuff, but they're not giving you their heart. They're not opening up. They're not being vulnerable with you. That is a red flag. So if you're constantly falling for that, because for some reason you feel like external or acts of service could be your love language, but you feel like acts of service is the way for someone to prove to you that, hey, they're into me. That's not necessarily true. Yes, effort does display interest, but at the same time, effort as, as well as vulnerability. Like when someone feels safe with you, especially men, when they feel safe with you, they will open up to you. The way to grasp a man's heart 
is through vulnerability. Like being for him being vulnerable with you. Like he has to feel safe. You have to be that safe space for him, right? And no, don't do that for everybody now. Because if if he ain't your your dude, don't be going out your way to be like his shoulder to lean on, like pace yourself or whatever, right? Uh, that's another way to stop attracting emotionally unavailable men. You need to learn how to pace yourself because you will learn someone's emotional availability through pacing. If you constantly feel like you have to pull teeth to get men to open up, then you are typically attracting emotionally unavailable men. So I do want, I did have a video about signs that you're dating emotionally unavailable guy. Um, let me go ahead and put, clip that in so you can know the signs. Cause I don't even remember what I said in that video, but here it is. The guy you're dating might be emotionally unavailable. One, he avoids deep topics with deflection, jokes, or affection. Anytime you try to get deep, he gonna joke around or deflect. Two, he leads with charm and not his heart. You'll notice that he's very charming with what he does for you, but you can't really get him to open up. Three, he makes you feel unsure about where you stand in his life. You are so ready to ask him the question, what are we? Four, you notice a lack of empathy and compassion. Like he doesn't have a heart for others. He doesn't feel sorry for them. He's kind of judgmental. And five, he is very vague with his previous relationship details. Like you really don't know when they broke up, when, how long they were together, what happened, what caused it. You don't know. So you know the signs, right? So <laughs> when you get this, when you know the signs, you know you have to tread lightly. For me, if I know I'm dating an emotionally unavailable guy, if I see the signs, I'm going to immediately confront it. I'm going to tell him straight up, hey, I feel like you're emotionally unavailable. How do you feel about that? And most times they'll be like, hmm, maybe I am. They'll tell you the truth. So you have to decide, like, am I going to continue to um, operate and date this person? Or am I going to just cut it off now and, and save myself time, energy? Because you're not going to be able to make that person open up. If they're not emotional emotionally available they're just not emotionally available like that's not that's not your job to open them up it's his therapist's job like it's his therapist that he pays hopefully he's in therapy to get open up like it's not your job to open that person up i think women when we like a guy girl math okay this is the girl math that i don't like okay this this is the girl math that we gotta stop doing okay women we will meet a person and in our minds, we will tell ourselves, if me and this person gets to this point, then I know that we will be great together. So we will operate as if me and that person have gotten to that point when we haven't gotten to that point. They haven't reached that potential, but we'll still be thinking like, oh my God, if I could just get them to this point, get them to this point of this potential relationship, then him and I will be great. So we'll operate from that. So if we go into a situation where we started to date this guy and he's great on paper, he looks good. We'll be like, oh my God, let me just wait it out to get him to open up emotionally. Because if I can get him to open up emotionally, then he's going to be amazing. So we'll stick around ignoring every red flag just because we see the potential of what the relationship could be un not really acknowledging that it may never get there <laughs> it may never get there it's really bad girl math two times two does not equal 14 we gotta stop doing it when you recognize that someone's emotionally unavailable you gotta learn to tell yourself no you have to learn to exit stage left you cannot stick around get out of there as fast as possible i need you to skedaddle
I need you to get on up out of there. Okay. <laughs> so the biggest part about stopping your, um, you from attracting emotionally unavailable men is stopping you from selecting them. Again, most of them, most of the dating pool is people who are emotionally unavailable. And again, it's by choice or it's just by them not having the emotional capacity because they haven't worked on themselves or just them being able to get what they want without opening up. That's just what it is. It's unfortunate, but it is what it is. But you have to be wise enough to know like, oh, let me peep that. Okay. He seems emotionally unavailable. Let me not pick that. Let me move on. Let me date outside of my type. Let me find something different. Because if I keep dating the same person, then obviously, even though the dating pool is kind of, it's still me. And like, it's me selecting them. And I don't know about you. I would rather just keep telling these fools no, because you're not about to waste my time. Because when you are in a situation and the guy is making you look like boo-boo the fool, when you come up out of that, it feels way worse than telling that person no in the beginning because it is very draining to continuously date the same kind of person because you start to perceive that everyone's the same and everyone sucks and that's not the truth. You keep selecting that. That's just what it is. I've noticed that. I, I found myself dating the same kind of person and I kept kicking myself like, girl, why do you keep selecting these people? You saw the red flags. Why didn't you move? And it was because of that whole girl mad thing, that whole thing of, oh my God, I can see the potential. They're great on paper. They, they're amazing. But even though they're not emotionally available, maybe it'll take them a little time to open up. And yes, some people do take a little longer to open up, but you literally have to confront it. When I notice that a guy is emotionally unavailable, again, I will confront it. Hey, do you believe you're emotionally available? And if they hint that they are not, then baby, I'm hinting up on out of there. Because no, we're not going to keep doing this. <laughs> like, I'm not about to keep doing this with you, okay? So you need to, one, like I said, get to the root of when this started so you can kind of figure out like, Okay, is this something that started in childhood that I need to work on and dig this root up? Or is this something that started after a relationship and I need to kind of figure this out? So you need to educate yourself and go back to your drawing board. Like go back to the history and analyze each relationship that you've dated or each situationship where you've dated an emotionally unavailable man. man and look at how y'all met. Analyze that thing. How did y'all meet? When did you realize they were emotionally unavailable? Was it after you were too far gone or was it in the beginning, but you just ignored it because you're just like, oh, it's fine. It's not fine. It's absolutely not fine. Um, how did you move? Did you confront him about it? How did you end the relationship? Where did he end the relationship? Or did you just give up because you were just tired of putting so much in? Like you really have to ask yourself these things because you got to break this cycle. I want you up out this cycle because it's ridiculous. It is so draining because you're pouring in to a cup that it's not pouring back into you. Your cup is, their cup is full. Your cup is empty, baby. You need someone who's going to pour into you as well. And there are people out there like that. But again, you have to date outside the box. 
You got to get out there more. You got to keep putting yourself out there until you find someone who is going to be in that flow. Because I've noticed I have been like meeting people who are emotionally available these days. And I think a lot of it has to do with me saying yes to more options, saying yes to options that I normally probably wouldn't say yes to, but I'm doing that because I'm like, okay, let me, if I want to get to where I'm going, I need to just enjoy this, these experiences. I need to get out here. I need to let, let go. Like I need to be able to recognize, okay, he might not be what I'm looking for, but I also, I'm really big on establishing and stating what I want. I'm not on the cool girl thing. I ain't, listen, I ain't for all these men who ain't got no salon, who, who ain't got no chalance. I need some chalance. I don't want no nonchalance. I want some chalance. If you nonchalance, baby, you ain't getting nowhere with me. You ain't going to get nowhere with me. Because <laughs> if you nonchalant, baby, I'm a chalant on up out of here. I'm not going to do it. I ain't going to be able to do it. So you have to stop because... The internet society wants to tell you, oh, you got to play the game. You got to distance yourself. You got to do this and that and the other. I'm not doing that. If I got to play games with you in order to get you to act how I want you to act, that's not a relationship I want to be in. I'm not going to play with you. I'm not going to play with you. Now, I am going to use strategies, but my strategies protect me. One of my strategies is my pacing. I'm not going to go in heart first. I'm going in head first. I need to know what you talking about. I'm listening. What's going on? I'm not going in like that. A lot. Of, I'm sorry. It's on my spirit. A lot of y'all go in coochie first too. I mean, I, I know the coochie pink, the booty hole brown, and that's popular right now. But when you're going in coochie first, you are blinded by good D. You get blinded by good sex. When you're getting blinded by good sex, you will stay in relationships that do not serve you longer. And that's just what it is. You have to stop leading with your coochie. If you stop leading with your coochie, you probably can detach yourself quicker. Good sex does not make you compatible. It just makes you attached quicker, longer, even in scenarios that do not serve you. You have to learn to lead with your head, not with your heart, not with your body. You got to learn how to do that. And that's a very disciplined thing. You got to love yourself enough to tell yourself no. And it's tough, but you got to do it. If you want different results, you got to do different things and move in different ways. And if you feel like you keep a match, um, att attracting these most emotionally unavailable guys, it's because you're leading with something that draws them in, but you're also continuing to select them because they feel comfortable to you. So you have to identify why they feel so comfortable to you. Was it the way your first love loved you? Was it the way your mom loved you or your dad loved you? Was it something that like, caught you off guard and in, in a situation that you went through and now you're guarded like you got to figure that out and then you got to figure out what you're leading with so you can stop leading with that because I don't want you to keep going through that like you're really disservicing yourself because I don't want you to keep attracting these dudes because it's very ghetto it's very draining you gotta stop all right y'all well, if y'all got any questions go ahead and comment the questions below and like I said subscribe like comment share until next time bye Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.